Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. To attain liberation, we have to understand the nature of the real. Because we are attaining liberation from ideas that are false. And there are two kinds of ideas that have tended to create confusion in the minds of human beings that the modern sciences are clarifying for us. And the sciences exist because the human spirit itself is scientific. All of us here are scientists because we are seekers of truth. To the extent we are seeking, we are engaged in science. But to the extent that we accept false answers or inadequate answers or blind beliefs in place of the full truth, then the science stops and then we become involved in myths and we become involved in illusions that create suffering. So we're here to liberate ourselves from that. Now modern physics as a science has uh, blown apart the old paradigm that has been consistent since Descartes and Newton that there is an independent absolute world out there in an absolute space and time. And with the work of Einstein and Max Planck, Maxwell and Schrodinger and Niels Bohr and Heisenberg, all of those great quantum physicists, it's now understood that matter is a myth. There's no such thing as matter. Time is an illusion. Space is an illusion. And mind-boggling concepts such that space and time can be curved, can turn back on themselves, that we can travel in time as well as in space and beyond. And now with string theory that there possibly are parallel universes. But universes made of what? Since there is no matter and no space and no time in any true sense, no substance, what do we mean by a universe? We tend then to fall back on the idea, well, then it's consciousness. The whole world is consciousness. And it's true that we talk a lot about consciousness in here, but I have to admit to you tonight that consciousness is also a myth. I'm sorry. We have used the term, and it, it kind of functions as training wheels to help us get to a more mind-boggling realization. But we have to give up this myth that there is such a thing as consciousness. There really isn't. Has anybody ever weighed consciousness? Have they ever analyzed it, dissected, dissected it, and does it have any substance at all? When you try to explore it, it disappears before you. It's an abstraction that we use to try to understand well, my, I have thoughts, therefore those thoughts must be in uh, some substance, right, that holds them, some container. 
But that's what they thought about light. You know, in the 19th century, they said, they said there must be something called ether because what would light waves be in otherwise? And then they found out, no, there is no ether. That's when they started going mad, you see. They, they could not support uh, an understanding of what light is. But now the same thing is true of awareness. It doesn't exist. It's not real. So we have to get to then what, what could be real if neither of those two are real. Both are myths. And the argument usually between uh, two sides of the philosophic coin have been between the materialists and the idealists, you know, the, or the immaterialists who would maintain, well, it's all consciousness. No, it's all matter in motion. Well, what if both are wrong? Which is what Advaita, Buddhism have been saying all along, and what modern philosophers like Wittgenstein and Heidegger and others have been have come to the same conclusion through their own contorted logical processes. But modern philosophy, modern science, are all in agreement that these are both illusory. And so what Sri Ramana has taught, if you've read his writings or his, his interviews, is that the entire world is an illusion. The ego is an illusion. It doesn't have any ontological status because there is no it. And therefore there is no identity. It is not possible for there to be anything for identity to stick to. And this is what we mean by sat. So it's important that we understand that when we are having sat yoga, what we simply mean is we're letting go of every mythological construct that we have been pinning an identity to. It does not hold. But that's the purpose of language. It is like a spear, right? that first creates the illusion of consciousness and then spears the consciousness to a, a body, to a material paradigm, to a construct. But these constructs do not exist within any ultimate reality. And so you have to keep them going with a great deal of effort. And if you stop keeping them going, they dissolve. So this work of meditation is actually effortless. It doesn't take anything, any effort at all to meditate. But there's a fear of realizing that there's nothing, and nothing there, either outside or inside. In fact, there is no outside or inside. And no terms can describe it then. The absolute is both nothing and everything, but there is nothing, and there is not even a nothing, you see. Even nothing has to be nothinged. And so there, nothing and everything are not opposites. There is no logical way to grasp any of this. And it's by the act of surrendering that effort to understand this with logic that the intuitive 
knowing of it, suddenly blasts forth like lightning. It's not that we're struck by lightning, but we become lightning. But even that lightning is not real. But it is that realization. In the same sense that when you have a dream, it seems like that dream is taking place in some space. But where is the dream taking place? It's not really in your head. We talk about that, but that's also a myth. And when the dream is over, does that space still exist? You couldn't find it. You could look forever. You wouldn't, wouldn't be able to find that space again, you see, because it's not real. So as scientists then, what we're doing in the act of meditation is to find the answer to what is real with the knowledge that it cannot be found with the mind because the mind itself is not real. All the mind can come up with are unreal constructs to try to cover up the fact that this cannot be grasped. We have to give up that illusion. Stop covering up the truth. That the mind is absolutely hopeless and helpless as an instrument. It can just feed illusion, create more and more illusion. And we can love those illusions. We can become greatly addicted to them and create huge edifices of conceptualization. But ultimately they are based on nothing and they will fall. So let's take another approach and not try to create any edifice of conceptualization of all, of any kind. And refuse to emerge from the source that is prior to language and therefore prior to concepts of consciousness or matter or world or self or soul or spirit or any of that. Don't give way to any constructs tonight. But simply be present to what is when there is no language interfering with the apperception of what is. Okay, and then you'll be in for an incredible shock. And there will be a breakthrough. But there will be nobody to go through that break because it is a break with thinking that there is any entity of any kind whatsoever. Then there's liberation. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.